Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. I don't know how I got voted into that position. It was pretty silly on their behalf. However, that's not who I am anymore. And I want to I emphasize this point. You're not who you were 10 years ago. You're not, you're not who you were when you were bankrupt. You're not who you were when you got divorced. You're not who you are when you went through that sickness. You are a new creation. It's a brand new day. And what I love about God and what I love about the world, he goes, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And if God's doing a new thing, he can do a new thing through you. And I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you this week, step out and go. Step out and smile at someone. Just let the love of God flow through a smile. Too many, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I've walked past people on the street and they're just scowling and, and you can't even make eye contact with them and you can't even get them I'm trying as hard as I can, cheesiest smile I've got, and they won't even respond, and I'm going, what has happened in your life that has locked you up so badly that you can't even respond to a smile? I'm not flipping you off, I'm not doing anything, I'm smiling at you, and I go, you know what, I want to make it my mission that I'm going to get beyond people's crustiness, their hardness, their, she looked at me and says, we get older and we get crusty, and she looks at me, I'm like, see, instead of chichi from now on, you can call me crusty, and, uh, I want to I want to break down people's walls. I want to let them know that it's okay. There's somebody on this planet that is for you. There's somebody on this planet that will get in your corner and fight for you. I want to walk down because here's the deal: we're all hurting, and like Kim said, we've all got scars, we've all got issues, we've all. But so does every other person on the planet. There's not one perfect life. There's not one person that has had a perfect upbringing. There's not one person out there that's totally happy with their finances or their relationship or their health or their emotions or anything. Everybody needs Jesus. We can be Jesus to our community. We can rise up and get, and rather than just saying, we're going to be that church. We're going to, no, no, let's, let's do that church. Let, let's, let's be that church that steps out tomorrow. And, and can I ask, intentionalize while you're sitting in your car, when you're getting out of it, God, what's my mission today? God, who are you going to bring across my path and give me eyes to see, give me the boldness and courage to step? And I tell you, you'll be in a line waiting for, for groceries and say, oh my gosh, my car just declined. That's all right, I'll pay for that. You'll be sitting there and God will say, pay for that person. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. And I'm telling you what you will feel on the inside. I used to say, God, if you use me, I'll be used. And then I'd see something and I'd just walk straight by. And God's going, what are you doing? I said, well, what do you mean? He's going... You said, if, I, if I'll use you, you'll be used. There's a person there with me and you're not doing anything about it. I'm like, okay. I'd go back and I'd pray for somebody. And I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I surprised myself. You're all right. You look, you look, oh, I've got a massive headache. Can I pray for you? Pray for them, the headache goes. And, and I get surprised. They're all, oh, awesome. Thank you. I'm, and I'm surprised. And God's like, what are you doing? You asked for me to use you. I'm using you. This is normal. Each of us have giftings and anointings and talents. And a, God wants to use them. And he wants to flow through you to see them happen. Amen? You know, in the past, you may have been told that, you may even feel like this, you're no good, you're not worthy, you won't make it, you don't have what it takes, your sin excludes you, your hurt is going to hold you back. You might feel that way. I can't, Christian. Everybody else can. The super saints can, but I can't. I just want to remind us this morning, Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you ever came into existence, God knew you. God knew who he was creating, and God was happy with what he was creating. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're not a cosmic blip. You are perfect in God's sight. 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. What does that mean? There are words on the inside of you that others need to hear. There are words residing on the inside of you that will bring life and curse death. That will bring hope and curse despair. That will, that will bring vision for a future and get rid of cloudy misunderstanding. There is a word on the... Can I encourage you? Speak it out. I don't do this because I get paid. To, I do this because this is what I'm called to do. And, and I preach more out of the pulpit than I do in the pulpit. I must have met with about six people this week that God said specifically, speak this word into their life. And I met with a guy that just wanted to give up on, on one of the mornings this week. I just spoke the word of God into him. At the end of it, he's like, this is awesome. I've texted him every day since. I don't do it because I get paid for it. I do it because I can bring light and I can bring life. You see, what we do as a job brings finances into our world. But what we do for God will bring contentment and fulfillment and joy to our souls. I, I want to, this is, I will build the church. I'll build the kingdom that, that you and I every day as we go can build the kingdom of God. We can, we can hold spheres of influence that nobody else can see. And, and you can walk through your suburb and through your business and through your university and through yours, and you can influence people by the spirit you carry by the bigness and the authority that you walk around, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is the Spirit of God residing on the inside of you than, than the enemy that comes against people in the world. Amen? Jeremiah 21, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. But that's not just for us. That's for every man, woman, and child walking the planet. God has plans and purposes for their life that are good. They just need to be connected with the God of the universe that gave the plans so their eyes can be open and they can see the goodness of God. You know, David said, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We need to be those people, that, that bright shining light, that salt and light in our community that, that allows illumination to come to people's eyes so they can see. Most people don't know what they're going to do tomorrow because they can't see but we can be a signpost. We can show people the way to Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand this morning. And here's the thing, chain reaction, things that happen in life, I don't do this because of that, and I don't do this because of my personality, or I will do that because I feel good in this area. Our, our emotional responses and our actions in life are ultimately rooted in either fear or faith. And the thing that holds people back and stops people from going, that stops a church from being that, that forward-moving organization that has momentum towards the salvation of souls is fear. And I want to I break a spirit of fear over any person's life this morning. I don't want you held back. I don't want you bound or limited because of the past. I want to see you walk free in God so that you can achieve and be all that he's called you to. And none of us have reached the total heights that we could in God uh, yet. We're all journeying and progressing forward. But I was thinking through just an example of someone operating out of fear in the Bible is Gideon. And Gideon, we're told that the Israelites have been oppressed and they've been, they're depressed and their, their crops are being plundered and the Midianites are coming against them. And it says that God comes to, to um, Gideon and he's threshing wheat in a wine press. He's doing what's not meant to be done in a place of seclusion and, and hiding out because there are, there's oppression all around. I don't know if you've ever felt like that. 
I'm in a dark place, I'm doing something in this place that isn't what it's made or created for, uh, but I'm doing it because there's enemy against me, there's attack all around me, our, our resourcing's been limited, they're taking our crops. I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but God comes right into the middle of this and says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor, go in the strength you have. And Gideon's response is one of fear. He says, I couldn't go, I couldn't do, and I couldn't be because my clan is the weakest in all of Israel. And of all these idiots in my family, I'm the biggest one of them. I've got nothing. I'm a loser. I've, I, I didn't get that degree. I didn't make it at that job. I haven't got that million dollars in the bank account. I can't do it. And he says, he just ignores him and says, go in the strength that you have. Gideon, you mighty man of valor. And just keeps speaking faith and, and hope and positivity into this. And he goes and does exactly what called him to. But out of a spirit, there was all these chain reactions that happen because he was in a position and a spirit of fear. Then you go through into Acts and you see um, Peter preaching to the multitudes from a position of faith. I love this. This is right at the beginning of the church. I don't know if you've ever read the book of Acts. Please read the book of Acts. It's awesome. It's the birthing of the church. It, the Spirit of God has been poured out, men and women coming alive to Christ. And this is the same Peter who days earlier, through a, a whole lot of other actions and reactions, has denied Christ three times. So here's a guy that's walked on water. Here's a guy that's been with Jesus. Here's a guy that's gone to fear and denied Christ. But now he's gone, you know what? My position now is going to be a position of faith. I, the Spirit of God's been given. Something's happened to me, and I'm going to go to a position of faith. It says this. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are afar off, for all whom the Lord our God will call, with many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted this message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. 3,000 men, women, and children were added to the kingdom, were added to the church, because a fearful individual who had a, a personality that, that toed and froed went to a position of faith, and said, God, use me. God, use me. Can I encourage you today? Let God use you. Can I encourage you here today? Don't sit down in what if. Stand up in go. Stand up in faith. Stand up in I don't have all the goods, but God, I know you do. And I know that you're backing me. And I know that you're with me. And I know that you're for me. I know that you put a word in my mouth that is for somebody else's life. Can I encourage you? This is the last week of our go series, but I don't want to be that church that sits. I want to be that church that gets fueled up, fired up, that stands up and then goes out and, he, and he's a blessing in their community. And I've said it before that I shouldn't have to tell you I'm blessed. You should look on at my life and go, you're blessed because of this and because of this. And you are, I can see that you're blessed. I want us to be seen as that church that is blessed because of the blessing we are in our community. Amen. 3,000 were added to the church. 3,000 were, were brought in. We, we talk about hundreds. We talk about seeing the multitudes in this church. It takes, it, what, what does it take for revival to, to break out in a community? For the church to get revival on the inside. For the church to go to a place where I'm free, therefore I let the power of God flow. I'm free, therefore I love. I'm free, therefore I extend grace and mercy to every single person that I meet. Amen we stand to our feet this morning. I want to just worship one more time.
And uh, I, w- I want to do this just in the last two minutes. If you're feeling bound up, if you're feeling locked up, like your past has a hold on your actions and, and you react to it rather than stepping out proactively in life, I want to encourage you to come forward and let us pray for you this morning. Just as, just as we worship, free, if we sing freedom. Just for two minutes, we're going to do this, then we're going to dismiss service. But I, I, would, I would love to pray with people this morning because I feel like God spoke to me about setting people free this morning. Setting people, you might have done things in your past you're not proud. Come, come forward and let God wash you clean. The Bible says that He washes us as clean as the snow. That even though our sins are scarlet and red and stained upon our soul, that He washes us clean. He sets us free. It says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. I feel like, you know what, God's calling us forward as a church to be a blessing in our community. And I think we need to be light and free so we can go and do what he's called us to do. Just close your eyes and lift your hands. Thank you, Lord. Just while everybody's got their eyes closed, their heads bowed, I just want to give this opportunity before we open the altar to worship this morning to say if you're here and you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life, six kids gave their lives to Christ on Friday night. They're on a new journey now. But our God is a God of life. He is a God of hope and love, mercy and grace. And if you're here this morning and you've been walking a tough journey or been walking a journey that is apart from God, you've never asked Him into your life or you did a long time ago, but you want to come back in a right relationship with Jesus. Can we pray with you this morning? Will you just lift your hands? Yeah, Christian, pray for me. It's a, it's a really simple prayer. But ask Jesus Christ into your life. And I tell you, it changes everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray a blessing over our church this morning. I pray freedom, joy. My God, the ability to hear your voice what you would have us do. Father, use us powerfully as tools, Lord God, in your hands to bring in a great harvest, to see revival come to our community. Lord, we worship you now. Thank you for your people. Thank you for those that are here today. Thank you for those that couldn't have been here today. Bless them also, Lord God. Come on, let's lift our voices and let's sing and declare freedom this morning in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.